Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Virtual Bridge Podcast with Miguel. And Michelle. It's always a pleasure to be of service to you wherever you may be. Today's guest, she came down all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. Come on, somebody. Her name is Kayla Soto. Welcome, welcome, so Kayla. We are so happy to have you here. We know that, that you have a strong testimony, a powerful testimony that, that the world needs to hear. Um, mm -hmm. Our generation, our younger generation needs to hear a little bit more about that. And I want to share a little bit of scripture pertaining to, to what I'm saying right now. And then uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, it says that the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And it also says on verse 6, For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness. So I believe that by us sharing our testimony, we are being that light for that younger generation that's being controlled by other gods. And we just serve one God, the living God. Come on, somebody. So we want to go ahead and, and um, enter prayer, invite the Holy Spirit to move within us, and um, we'll go into sharing your testimony. Yes. So, Michelle, if you want to go ahead and lead us in prayer. Yes. Thank you, Lord, uh, for this day and this moment that you've allowed us to come together, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you move in this place. Holy Spirit, we invite you. May it be more of you and less of us. Yes, Thank Father. you for everything that you continue to do, for entrusting us with this platform, Lord Father God. And I just pray that you continue to use us as your vessels and be a light for people, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord, that um, you continue to be with us. You continue to guide us. Yes, In Father. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Kayla, for being here. Um, we want to ask if you can share a little bit about yourself and then from there so that this, the listeners can relate and get to know you and then we'll go from there okay so again my name is Kayla Soto and I am from Nashville Tennessee I was born in the Bronx New York that's where my family is from nice. and um, I just want to say really quickly I gave my life to Christ almost about five years ago um, and I just I just want to say that it, it's one of the best things that I've, I have ever done in my life Come there on. is nothing better than our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, Amen. and the Holy Spirit that comforts and guides us. Yes. Amen. Um, and I'm, I'm so thankful, and it's such a privilege to be here, how God has appointed this time for us to speak. And, and, and for whomever needs to hear this, that they may be touched by Amen. the Lord, not me, because I'm only mere man. I want Amen. everybody to know I'm a, I'm, I'm a simple human woman, and I'm <laughs> yes. from the hood, yes. okay? So... <laughs> <laughs> So uh, just an ordinary person, but oh, how God uh, uses the, the, the simple, um, the simple mm. to carry out his promises Amen. and his works. Mm, Amen. That's beautiful. Yes. Thanks for sharing that. Mm. So tell us a little bit of how you mentioned that you gave your life to Christ. You got baptized five years ago. How was your life before that? All right. So, <laughs> yes. so when God says, I take them ashes and turn it into beauty. Yes. And as God is still refining me as he is the potter and I'm the clay. Mm. I want to say, I, I mean, I broke every sin. I'm a, I'm a, I'm still, I still sin. I am a sinner, but I'm only deemed righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. to this day. Come you guys, yes. back then, um, I lived a really hard life. Um, I wasn't a Christian, so we wasn't Christian growing up in a home, so I didn't attend church like that maybe once in a while, and um, I, I came from I came from a hard place. I seen divorces growing up, and what I was taught was that the family unit 
Um, just the enemy working um, in our family, the family mm-hmm. unit was disunity. So I was taught like the complete opposite of the word mm-hmm. of God. And on top of that, I did not know the word of God. Mm-hmm. So this is what I knew and this is what I thought life consisted of. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess um, really quickly, I'm trying to think of a, a good highlight point to start with. There's so much. But I want to say um, I grew up in my family and there was uh there was physical abuse, there was mental and emotional abuse and abandonment also too, as a child in my family. Um, it was, a I, I struggled a lot because I really never felt accepted. So not just like in my home, but I, I didn't feel accepted also too in school. I actually moved schools a lot. Okay. I was never planted. I never really had a stability. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was due to rebellion um the the spirit of rebellion rebellion and um and I didn't honor my mother and father on my part Mm -hmm. and you know uh I didn't have order in my life Mm -hmm. um as I continued growing I actually left the house when I was 18 years old and I look at other people they say "Uh, well I stayed with my parents I was like 19 or 20 or 21 or I come back from the summers from college or my I stayed with my mom until I work but I was actually really ready to run at the house so I got married at 19. I actually went to college for two years at UT Knoxville. I dropped out. Uh, I was a partier, a clubber. Uh, I did drugs. I started uh, smoking cigarettes. I was a manager at a gas station. And, you know, you have like straight cigarettes behind you. So yeah. it was pretty inevitable that I was going to pick up a cigarette, not especially not being in Christ. You know, I started smoking. That led to uh, more marijuana usage. I started smoking marijuana even more. And I actually started popping oxycodone pills. Mm. Also, too, I was very promiscuous, and it started in, uh, when I was 12 in middle school. Mm. Very promiscuous. Uh, I used to be bisexual. Um, I committed adultery in my prior marriage, the one in Christ, when I was 19. Um, so then my family was broke, and it was a it was a generational pattern. Mm-hmm. It was a cycle, yeah. Yes. I, yeah, with the divorcing mm-hmm. and um, just a lot of things that I saw that I look back at my generation yeah. of maybe my parents or parents' parents. I saw things repeating, mm-hmm. you know, with me. Um, but it got to a point, I remember I was 23, and I decided to go to church. And I was like, okay. So there was a guy who was a Pepsi vendor in the gas station. Mm-hmm. And I can, I will always remember him, but he used to preach the gospel to me. And at the time I had a friend, she was like into like the, um, kind of like a mix between Islam and Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a Muslim Christianity. So it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really Christianity, but <laughs> I was being influenced with that doctrine that the enemy was planning that I was kind of, I was listening to what she was saying, depending on man's doctrine. So she was feeding me cause she was older and I was taking it in, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, but all of a sudden he swooped in and he started telling me the gospel. He would drop off the Pepsis and tell me to order. Cause I was the manager and I was 23 and the manager, I was so young, but he would talk to me and I'll ask him a question. Well, why does God allow evil? But why does God do this? Why, when I pray, does he not answer things? And he would evangelize to me. I eventually mm-hmm. went to his church. Mm-hmm. And when I walked in there, y'all, like, I felt so like I did not belong at church at the time. I felt mm-hmm. it. I was like, man, like, I felt like. And naturally, you know, um, and, and we'll talk about this lady, maybe about church hurt or maybe about, mm. you know, coming to God a certain way. Yeah. But this is my perspective. Then I felt like I had to come to God looking a certain way in a mm. dress, pretty at church with a Bible. I didn't come to church with any of that. I just walked in there. 
But for me, I, I wasn't really receptive. I kind of went and I was like, yeah, whatever. Maybe, you know, something will happen here. So the issue was I never was rooted. I fell away, just like the parable gotcha. of the sower and the seeds. Mm -hmm. I fell away. I was the, the Christian that was thrown at the wayside. Mm -hmm. I, did, I never even made it to the soil. Gotcha. So the bird swooped down and picked me up. Yeah. So that's just like the gospel was gone. Mm -hmm. Just It came through one ear and went out the other. Wow. So I got into a two-year relationship with my middle son, um, and uh, I had him, and I had my older son at the time. And the issue was with him. He was so numb to God. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe that there was a God, but I didn't know who God was, nor did I know his standards. Mm. So I just was like, okay, professing a, a, a just a professing uh, false convert Christian. That's what I was. I was a false convert. I mm. was never converted. Gotcha. So my life started spiraling. I started doing more drugs. He started bringing drugs into the home. And I was like, he was thinking about selling drugs at the house, but I had kids. And I was like, man, I don't want to live this lifestyle. Yeah. Like I'm from the hood and I know what the results of that stuff. <laughs> and um, it got to the point where... Uh, I don't know, I wanted to commit suicide, mm -hmm. which I've tried to attempt many times before. And somehow, y'all, I never died. I could, oh. at the time, I was like, man, I be trying to die, but I can't die. And oh. I was like, why can't I die? No, I'm not invincible. <laughs> and that's what was my thinking process. But it mm -hmm. got to the point where um, I ran across a Christian blog. And this man was like, the way you die is the way you are judged. Mm. And I had a revelation at that moment of Exodus 20, the Ten Commandments. Mm. I it brought me to think about the law. Am I truly a sinner? And I and at that moment the Ten Commandments came and I was like, man, I broke every commandment. Mm. As a sinner, I had to look at the law and the law brought me to Christ. Mm. So the next day I told my uh, middle son's uh father. And this was just, uh, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, we were kind of playing. We call it playing house. It was playing house. But I told him, uh, hey, I want to give my life to Christ. Mm -hmm. I want to go to church. I don't want to sleep in the same room with you or bed with you anymore. Um, I want to read my Bible. Come what on. do you want to do? Yeah. yeah. He told me he, wanted, he didn't want to have nothing to do with the Lord, and he just walked out on me. Wow. So it was just me and the other two kids. So, yeah, again, yeah. I was a single mother twice. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. So um, I, I actually uh, stopped, I stopped smoking cold turkey the next day. Yeah. I was hooked on cigarettes. Cigarettes are addicting. Nicotine is very addicting. I don't yes. know if you guys ever smoked before, but that's something that's hard to get off of. Yes, it is. But, yeah. I, but the Lord did it. He broke that uh, bondage and he freed mm -hmm. me. And I, and I actually practiced celibacy for the first time in my life. I told God, I'm going to do this. Now, not to be like that, but I was keeping it real. Like yeah. I was very yeah. promiscuous in the world like mm -hmm. sleeping with different men and, and all these things. So God really broke a lot of bondages just from surrendering, Come on. Yes. you know, just examining the law. Yes. So once you got that revelation, it's like you wanted to do things right. Yeah. Yes. Right it, it, I mean, it hit me, wow. but I realized it took humility. And what happened was the law stripped my pride. Because I knew I could not heal and, and fill that void mm -hmm. living in the dark like that. When you live in the world and you don't have Jesus, there's a void there. And we mm -hmm. try to stuff it with something. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, your soul is bleeding. Mm -hmm. But I knew I couldn't fix that. I can't see my soul. It's not in the physical realm. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew only God could do it. Mm -hmm. By faith, yeah. I did. I, I surrendered. Wow, wow, wow. Man, thanks for sharing mm -hmm. that, Caleb. And for the listeners, man, this is something very vulnerable. 
Um, we don't take this lightly. These stories are mm-hmm. are real. They're raw. So thanks for for you know sharing that with everyone. Um, so after after that happened, you you decide to get baptized. Yes. Um, so probably fast forward two or three months later, I remember it was a February, and I I think February 11, twenty eighteen, I got baptized, mm-hmm. and I was so excited. Yeah. Oh you- wait wait wait! Before we jump into <laughs> it, at that time you were getting baptized, you you had already met. Yes, I met my current husband, yes. Christian. Yes, yes. yes. And my, yes. my current and forever yes. husband. And How did you guys meet? <laughs> uh, okay, so this is so funny. So all this happened the year prior towards the end of the year. So I started practicing celibacy. I, I went to church. I was a single mom. I worked at uh, Jersey Mike's. I was an assistant manager. Were you still at the gas station? No, oh, yeah. so okay. so I left the gas station, okay. and a little bit after that, I within that two years, when I I actually left the church. So I went to church, left the church for two years, and I got yeah. in that relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now in the midst of that, I started working at Jersey Mike's as gotcha. an assistant manager, and let me tell y'all. So I actually started that job, and I worked on Sundays, and I said, "Well, God, how I'm going to go to church?" Mm-hmm. And He will remind me, you know, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. A mountain can be moved with Come that faith. On. But then yes. the Lord says, how much more can I move in your life if you have more than a mustard seed? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was thinking like, ooh. Mm-hmm. I said, so let me have more faith than that. Yes. So I went to my manager and said, hey, I need, I need the weekend off because I have Saturday off. And it would take a miracle. Think about in management, they don't give you no weekend off. Yeah. They're like, you got to come here and watch these employees. You're responsible. You're responsible because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm chilling on the couch and I need a break. And I get it. <laughs> so, um. I asked her and she told me yes. Mm-hmm. And I knew that was the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was in there shaking like, God, I don't know. And I was like, I'm clinging <laughs> on. I'm clinging. Yeah. You know, I was a baby. I was on yeah. fire, but I was still nervous. Yeah. But anyways, so um, that's when I started going to the church. And it pretty much happened back to back quickly. And um, so what happened was I started going to church. I started going to Bible study as well. Mm. So I had August. My son with the prior relationship, the eight-month-old and a carrier, and I had wow. Kai. And I would go to church every Sunday and Wednesday as a single mom. Carry that baby, go to work. You know, you work a lot of hours. And mm-hmm. I still went to church faithfully Wednesday and Sunday. So, what, so, so this is the crazy part. In the midst of me leaving that church at the time, Christian knew the church people. Like everybody I knew at the church, he knew them already and we never crossed paths mm-hmm. so when i wow. left the church he was going in and out that church doing events doing stuff with the youth yeah. he was doing all that and i had no idea so when i came back to the church um i actually uh didn't even meet him still so i'm just going <laughs> to church and that's when i cleaned up my facebook it was ratchet mm-hmm. it was terrible i was telling my friend today i threw bleach on it but the bleach didn't work so i had to delete the facebook that's how bad wow. the facebook was <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, yeah. terrible yeah. I said, I got to throw this in the trash. So after <laughs> I threw it in the trash, I had like two or three pictures on there. Cause I was like, I don't feel like putting a bunch of pictures. Yeah. So I started adding my church family. Okay. And then like, I ran into Christian. He had mutual friends with the church family, but I was like, I don't think he goes to my church, yeah. but it was weird. I cannot stop looking at him. Mm. I wasn't like being lustful y'all. I was just, <laughs> it was just something like drawing me to him. I was like, yeah. I don't know. So I clicked on his page and I saw he did Christian rap. And then I was like, wait a minute, because prior to that, I used to listen to trap music. I used to listen to like just provocative rap music, just mm. just trash. It was it's trash because it's bad for your soul. You know, yeah. I always say what you sing is what you believe. What you mm. declare is what you believe, yes. you know. 
So I told God, like, dang, I can't listen to rap anymore because I didn't know, like, I didn't think Christian rap was good back in the world because I never listened to it. So yeah. I thought it was trash. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. That's what I just thought. So when I listened to him rap, I said, whoa, he can rap. Mm -hmm. You know, like I saw the, the talent God gave him mm -hmm. and it was speaking. God was speaking to me and I, yeah. and I thought it was a miracle. Mm -hmm. I said, I can listen to rap, God. Yeah. So I, I talked to him. I said, hey, your music is great. I sent him a message. Like, I didn't even know Christian rap was real because mm -hmm. I did it. I, yeah. I just thought it was just like something lame. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just <laughs> yeah. me coming into Christ. So anyway, so he decided we we actually uh, talked about it. And my church came up and he was like, hey, you want to meet at a Bible study at the church? Yeah. So I met him and we was talking and it was kind of weird because I was like, we met on Facebook. <laughs> But like he was going in my church, but but it was good because like I don't know I, I was I was thankful it was crazy. But what happened um, is we ended up going on a date, mm. and he asked me for ice cream, and he mm. said, "Well, even if you don't like me, at least you like the ice cream." That's what he told me. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I was like, "What the heck?" Okay. Yeah. So we went on a date, and after our first date, I was so happy. And before mm. I went, I said, "God, I gotta dress modest." Cause God was speaking to me because the way I dressed, it was different as a baby Christian. Like I used to dress very provocative. So God worked on me over time with mm. being modest, you know, making sure like nothing's hanging out, mm -hmm. making sure nothing's loose, making sure if I look in that mirror and if I'm not convicted to change, then I could walk at that house. So mm -hmm. I was trying to make sure I was right, holy for God. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, anyways, before the second date we had was like a week later, the Lord spoke to me in my room and said, um, Christian is your husband. He wow. spoke directly to me. And I said, and I was like, who was that? And it was like a sovereign <laughs> voice. I was like, I know that wasn't for me because I wasn't saying nothing like that. But it wasn't evil either. Yeah. So I was like, God, for real? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. he told me and I said, do I tell him? Mm. I was like, do I tell him? Because I, I didn't know. Like, yeah. I was so like, I didn't know the Bible. But it's crazy how God, he'll speak to you. And he'll still bring it to you. You can be walking in Christ, even though you don't know the word. In the Bible, he says, I will write my word on their hearts. Mm, so God. that's how you, you, there's a guidance. There's that Holy Spirit. Yes. That's what it is. That's beautiful. And I was like, um, okay. So I told him, I called him. Because I, I always been, if I was bold for the world, I was very bold with my mouth. But it was mm -hmm. bad. I can be bold for Christ. So Come I said, on, hey. Yes. I called yes. him. I said, hey, the Lord said you're going to be my husband. And he was like, what? <laughs> like, y'all should have heard him. I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, they going to think I'm a psycho. Like, you don't tell nobody that. But the Lord told me and I told him. We went on a fast for like maybe mm. a week or two. I was like, we going to have one on a fast. And the Lord kept confirming. Wow. Oh, he confirmed it at the baptism. The Lord spoke to him directly right wow. when I got baptized. Wow. Spoke to him. A prophet called from California here, oh, from yeah. Nashville, called and uh, was like, hey, hey, are you dating someone? He was like, yeah. Does she have two kids? He was mm -hmm. like, yeah. He said, okay, I'll show, just making sure. She was like, I was supposed to tell you this prophecy a week ago, and I forgot. So that part was funny. Because <laughs> sometimes wow. when the Lord speaks to prophets, He'll, you know, sometimes we uh, delay because sometimes our emotions get in the way mm. or we procrastinate the prophecy. Mm. We yeah. should not. Yes. But I think it's the battle with the flesh. Mm -hmm. yes. And he said, the Lord, she said, the Lord told me that that is your wife. Mm. Wow, wow, and confirmed wow. it uh, while we were fasting. Yeah. We were oh, actually the, breaking the fast. Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to go back to that real quick. When, when you said you guys were fasting for the listeners, I want them to know that 
you guys were specific. You, you guys went into fast. You guys prayed. Yeah. And yeah. you guys asked the Lord, okay, Lord, we're, we're going to fast, but we need you to confirm it. Yeah. yeah. Like, should we get married? Confirm it. And I remember you guys had shared that you guys, you guys said, we want confirmation from someone that we don't yeah, know. That we, yeah. That's, someone yeah. that is out of our circle. Yeah. And that was that prophet, right? That mm -hmm. called you guys. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. That's yeah. powerful. So you guys don't be scared to, to ask. Mm -hmm. Ask the Lord. The Lord will listen. Yes. Yes. He says, uh, the Lord in the Bible, God says, I am not slow to fulfill my promises, but I am patient because I don't want everyone to perish. Mm. So he has Amen. patience on yeah. us and yes. mercy because he knows. I mean, Jesus came. He came in the flesh mm -hmm. and he knows what it feels like. All those temptations. Yes. He he knows. He knows what those things feel like. And that's the Lord in the flesh of Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. So just, you know, we're weaker, too. We're not perfect. We're mm -hmm. a lot weaker or well, completely weaker. We're so minuscule compared to God. Because yeah. in the Bible, he said the earth is his footstool. Mm -hmm. So think about that. And we're actually in the earth and his feet yeah. sit on top. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I want to ask you about, um, let's see, I have a question right here. Maybe if you could speak to that one person because now now that the, the listener knows a little bit of your background and, and how you lived your life before giving your life to Christ, mm -hmm. if you could go ahead and encourage that one young person right now that's that's struggling with, with being controlled with today's music. Yes. In, in, in Spanish music and any any type of like type of music that's out there that's controlling with what they're believing through what they're listening and seeing with the videos that are inappropriate but mm. the world says that it's normal okay um just and and it also comes with I wanted to talk about the spirit of Jezebel yes you know mm -hmm. of of the adulterous woman and mm -hmm. all of that and all mm -hmm. that comes through listening to the wrong music. Mm -hmm. So if, if what what would you say to that young person that's stuck and being controlled by by those type of bad spirits? Mm. So the first thing I'm gonna always uh, reiterate is is it will be the law of God and it's gonna be the fulfillment. So Exodus 20 is the the this is where uh, Moses you know the God established the law with Moses on the tablets and understand that if you don't see that you are a sinner. Now, we're not talking about, oh, I'm good by my standard as a person, how you feel like, oh, I'm a good person because I helped the lady across the old street. I'm a good person because I bagged something up. Do you not think a, a crooked, murderous person hasn't, you know, did some type of good deed according to the world standard as well, though they mm -hmm. murdered somebody? Mm -hmm. Oh, they may be nice to this person, but killed this person. Mm -hmm. We have to understand that God is the moral law. The first part is understand that you are a sinner mm -hmm. and understand that if God was to judge us right now, uh, are, would you be guilty of the crime? Mm. And, and and if understand that there is a, a price to pay for the crime, but understand that Jesus paid that price. Mm -hmm. So that's what we have to understand. Well, the grace and mercy. That's the first thing. So examine yourself. That's the first thing. Mm. Do I need the Lord? And is Jesus my Lord and Savior? Ask yourself that because you do. Now, uh -huh. when it comes to music, the Bible says it's not what goes in a man a, a man's mouth is what defiles them, but it's what comes out the mouth that defiles them. Mm -hmm. So we must understand anything that we sing on this music is it compromising my faith and relationship mm -hmm. with God? Yeah. Because if it does, then we're in sin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And we have to understand words are power because in the book yes. of John, it says, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, and God is the word. And Come this on. is John 1, mm -hmm. okay? Amen. And this is something important to realize that if we're proclaiming that, you know, like, I'm this cuss word, I'm not going to say it because the Holy Spirit won't let me. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, the B word and all these things, I'm going to get, I'm going to be in a trap, I'm going to be getting money. No, those things are wicked. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because you have to understand that is not God's standards. If God, if, if God is not okay with it, of course He would not be okay with us entertaining it yeah. or professing it. Come on. So we have to be real. And I'm gonna say for the young people, I was young before, and I know you probably hear it all the time. My mom said it, my dad said it, they've been where I've been. But this is me telling you, not being your mama and daddy. This is me telling you outside yes. of that. If you need a confirmation right now. Mm -hmm. That you need God, first off. And in the Bible, it says we're nothing without him. Mm -hmm. In the Bible, he said, I searched the whole world and I did not find one good person. Mm -hmm. And then you may say, well, if I'm not good, then what? Understand you are under grace and mercy, under the mm -hmm. blood of Jesus Christ. He paid the price. And if you submit and surrender any wickedness, all wickedness really, but it's a lifelong walk, mm -hmm. God will use you. Humble yourself. The Lord will exalt you. He's Come the on. one that's going to raise you up. Yes. But if you exalt yourself, the Lord will humble you down. Mm -hmm. Do not fall into the riches and um, uh, of wanting the lust and the riches of the world because these things perish, right? Mm -hmm. But he says, store your heavenly treasure where it doesn't collect dust, right? Or moth doesn't collect on it, right? Mm -hmm. So we must sow into the kingdom of God, which is what? Doing the will of God. Amen. Going to church, being plugged in. Yes. We're not talking about religious people. So I know what religious people was. Even yeah. as a baby Christian, I was becoming religious because I thought I knew it. Like, ooh, I'm a ooh. Christian. At some point, I started feeling like, ooh, I got it. But that was pride. We mm. must kill pride before pride kills us. Come yeah. right? on, yes. So pride is an issue. Oh, I know what I'm doing. I got this. No, 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 you don't. Because I don't either. And I'm 30 years old. You know, yeah. I don't, I, we don't got it together. And this is why we need God and just Amen. go to the source. Yeah. Yeah. So you're still super young, by the way. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> I'm yes. still trying to like, like grass, like, oh, I'm 30. And people no. look at me like, and I said, I said, oh, I got out the bed when I was 30. I said, I thought my knees was going to go out. <laughs> and people, I'm a little dramatic. So yeah. Yeah. I was like, whatever. I said, I can still walk. <laughs> I just like. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about, well, not a little bit. I keep saying that and I'm like, no, tell us like what it was like once you accepted, because I know you stopped there before we went back, but mm -hmm. once you accepted Jesus Christ as your savior, what happened then? What changes occurred? Um, so immediately I went into the fire. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes when people give their life to Christ, you won't just go through like a, a refining fire immediately. Sometimes it's bit by bit. You know, time will pass and God will strip it away. In my case, God put me straight through the fire. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was because God took me straight out the mud. Probably mm -hmm. so. I was in the mud, y'all. I was filthy, dirty, and ratchet. You know, like yeah. just completely, you know, I have no, I had no relationship to him prior. So yeah. like God had to take me from the mud and I was, he, he was molding me from scratch, mm -hmm. you know? Wow. And I just, you know, and I want to say like, um, 
So currently I'm in a Hispanic church. Mm -hmm. So I grew up and I would go to the, like the African-American Baptist churches. That's kind of where I went, like, you know, through my culture. So what God did with me was God started throwing me into the fire. So he put me in a Hispanic church because this is the, this is my current home church is where he stripped my culture mm, because okay. we can't, we can't walk with Jesus if we're tied to our culture mm -hmm. because Paul the Apostle Paul says as the Jews I became Jews right as the Greeks I became the Greeks so when they started planning the churches right mm -hmm. um, when he sent out they start sending out the disciples and planning the churches they would go out and they would be like the Jews not in a sense of compromising the relationship but they would they would uh, cut their culture away mm -hmm. and they would evangelize and preach the gospel to where the Jews understand they would sit at the table and eat what the Jews ate. Mm, you know what I'm yeah. saying? They would do those those things and be a part of their culture to bring the gospel, right? Mm, yeah. Because in the Bible it says, by any means, do what you can to bring people to the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Amen. By using by tools and using things to reel people in. But the, but you can't Podcast. compromise the Come faith. On. You can't <laughs> you can't compromise the faith though. That's yeah. the only like that's, that's part of it. You cannot compromise anything with God, but you can reel in people people who are lost by any mm -hmm. means you can yes. with that yes. rule. That's true. So being there, my culture has been just falling away. And even the language, I'm not fluent in the church. In Spanish. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I'm not fluent with the Spanish. So like God is helping me to uh, be fluent in a second language. Mm -hmm. and But I can Come sing yeah. in Spanish. I can read and write because Let's ironically, go. when I went to college, I was majoring <laughs> in Spanish for two wow. years at one point. And I threw it in the trash thinking like, oh, I won't need this. But you see how yeah. God, you know, yeah. he's so see, and it's still, you know what? And even if you feel like, you know, you're not in Christ, you want to come to Christ and think that God is not a restorer, or redeemer. And mm -hmm. the Bible, he says, I work out all things for the good for those who love me. Mm -hmm. not not for just anybody he said for those who love me mm -hmm. so he will restore and redeem things that oh this would don't matter or maybe you know he can't use this yes he can yeah. he brings it back around yes. mm -hmm. so so yeah so he he's really been stripping my uh culture with that and just a lot of a lot of uh worldly doctrine because he said do not be tossed to and fro with mm -hmm. any doctrine you know we're not supposed to be tossed to and fro because if we were right how chaotic will we be if we yeah. listen to one billion doctrines on this earth at the same time? Wow. It's like impossible. We'll be yeah. a, we'll probably be like we have the little padded walls and our arms will be locked up. Or we just, <laughs> I don't know because already our own minds, you know, yeah. God wrestling yeah. with our current minds is a is mm -hmm. a hassle. But just being really in the crazy loop de loop home, that's how we will be. Wow. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So. And it's true what you were saying. I want to go back to the scripture um, where it says, again, in 2 Corinthians 4, it says, Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. Mm -hmm. And that's what you said, you know, how, how mm -hmm. they would, you know, use different ways to bring the gospel, but mm -hmm. they, they were not change the word of God or nope, anything like it that. Remains the same. It remains the same. the same. Yes. God remains the same in the past, the present or the future. Amen. Times yes. may change, but the Lord does not change. Amen. Right? Yes. And there's only one living God. Amen. Just one yeah. living God. Mm -hmm. Wow. So man, if, if you could just talk about a little bit of, um, 
your your if you could proclaim your faith okay. right now in, in your current circumstances um because we believe that it's very powerful what you guys are doing it's yeah. unbelievable i i really haven't seen this as often because i'm a new christian too i just got baptized like five five months ago mm-hmm. and we're being obedient to what god has called us to do but i see man you guys too you Go and christian you guys are being obedient to to god's word and, and calling over you guys's life but you guys have taken a a, a big big step of faith where mm-hmm. you guys left your jobs mm-hmm. yeah. um you guys have been sharing where you don't know where tomorrow where it's gonna lead but that's your faith so yeah. if you could talk if you could share a little bit about that faith wait and then going into that like this is the the when mm-hmm. i was reading the bible this is what came to me mm-hmm. and it was mark 16 15 and he said to them Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the mm-hmm. whole creation. And I believe that that's what you guys are doing. And mm-hmm. you guys are doing a really good job at it. Like, yes. I've been seeing your guys' TikToks. And just to even hear you, the fire that you have for yeah. God, I'm like, yes. whoa, what a powerful yes. woman of God that you are. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit really does, like, when, you, when you're preaching, that's that's the Holy Spirit right there. You could you could feel yeah, the Holy Spirit, yes. And it's and I'm gonna say it's all glory to God. Amen. Because it's it's all um it's all God. And when we and when we proclaim the gospel, mm-hmm. the best the best thing we should do is is always keep the word of God in our mouths, mm-hmm. cling on to, to 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 the word of God. And regarding perf- uh, the faith in Christianity, um, I remember I started off not knowing the Bible. I started off at children's ministry. That's what the Lord put me first. I actually clean in the church. And I mm-hmm. always say, because um, in the Bible it says to be the greatest, you must be a servant. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes. We must be, we must. What did, why did Jesus come to this world? Right. To serve and not to and be, not be served, served. Come right? on. He yes. didn't come for the ones that are well, but he came for the sick. Yes, right? amen. Yes. And uh, I started off cleaning the church. I started off in children's ministry and um i didn't know the bible i actually had two kids in my class they were like seven and nine and i loved them so much but they mm. knew the word of god more than me mm. and, and and so god used that to push me into the word because mm. because sometimes you feel like you come into christ you're like on fire whoa and then you're kind of like okay what do, what, I do? I do? <laughs> what do i do what do i do like I, I know i gotta do something and it's <laughs> <laughs> but but that's when the you know God will um he'll he'll bring you into where you need to be mm-hmm. if we heed to him. But um yeah, so I just want to encourage like and I always say Rome was not built at night. I know y'all I know y'all heard that little mm-hmm. the saying, but it's true. Rome yeah. was not built at night. And thinking about your walk with salvation, it is a, a your run. I'm sorry, your run with salvation. You running the the race of salvation is a lifelong process. We don't know when we're gonna die, but mm-hmm. we know it is gonna keep going until we die. So yeah. understand that God is so abundant in grace and mercy, not that we yeah. take advantage of it. Not to mm-hmm. say, oh, he's graceful and mercy. No, 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 because no. he knows when we take advantage of things. He yeah. says in the Bible, our hearts are deceitful. And that's why we must examine ourselves. And that's why we need the word of God for mm-hmm. what? Edification, for rebuking, reproof, right? Yes. And for teaching, yes. as it says in the Bible, right? Yeah. Yes. So I just want to say, like, and I encourage the baby Christians, the young Christians, the people who are maybe stagnated. I was stagnant. I fell on mm-hmm. my face for a year in my walk. I was just laying there like, God. And I always have an image like I was laying in a desert, just laying out like, God. I can't get up. He's like, get up. You yeah. need to get up. You know, like, like my own little kids are dramatic. But it was like the heavenly father, the perfect father was like, you need to get up. So understand it's not by um, it's not by our own works or dirty, dirty rags. Right. Mm. 
But also, too, with works comes faith and faith and works. Mm -hmm. They must go hand in hand with working. So be willing to labor for the Lord, but also too be willing to have faith. And you will see God moving in your life. Everyone has the ministry, by the way, too. Come on. You know, yes. you don't have to come to God thinking like, oh, I got to have this platform, I have this ministry. I got to look a some way, dress it. No, no, no. Come as dirty as possible. I say come as dirty as possible. That's the yeah. best way to come to the Lord and surrender. Dirty. Yeah. Tell him everything you've done. Surrender because this is where consecration and sanctification comes in, where he Come purifies on. you yes. to go yeah. out and preach the gospel to every nation, not just mm -hmm. your hometown. Jesus didn't stay in his hometown. Yeah. Jesus traveled and traveled Ooh, and traveled and traveled. And yes. then what? He made disciples. Yes. And the yes. process started over and over in which Christianity has came across the whole world. Yes. Come on. But not to be a false convert. We must be true converts. We yes. must humble ourselves before our Lord Almighty, he says, come boldly to the throne of grace, come right? On. And present your request to him because we will need it. We will need something. We always need something. Come wow. on, preach, Kayla, preach. <laughs> Let's go, man. You see that? That's the Holy yes. Spirit right there. That's You got that fire inside of you, Kayla. That's awesome. Yes. Pray for that undying fire. Somebody yeah. said, you got a fire for the Lord. Yeah. And in the Bible, it says the Lord is a consuming fire. He mm -hmm. burns up anything unholy. Mm -hmm. And I said, all you must simply do is ask. He says, yes. ask. And if you have not received it, it's because you have not asked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he's not going to withhold anything good from you. Ask for wisdom because he does not withhold wisdom. Mm -hmm. So we must always ask every day for wisdom. But also, too, I always ask God, not please don't let this fire die in me. It's like yeah. tugging on your dad. Like my kids, mommy, mommy, I want this. Mommy, <laughs> yeah, I want yeah, this. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, like, hold on, hold on. Like, yeah. you know, and I have four, <laughs> yeah. but God has like so many children. Yes. And look how loving and beautiful it is. And he does not neglect his children. Come on. As us as kids, yes. like parents, not that we neglect our kids, but trying to break up your attention between different children. Like mm. me being a mom of four is hard. Yeah. You know, it's like a tug of war with each kid because it's like, woo, four. But God has so many. Yeah. So how good is he to have that Amen. personal relationship? Yeah. We all have access to it. Amen. And he gives us unconditional love. Yes. At all times. He does. You know? Like, even though yes. we're down and out, <laughs> he will never yeah. leave you or forsake you. Yeah. Never. I want to go back a little yes. bit to what you mentioned, mm -hmm. where it's like we we have the authority to rebuke mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus, right? Yes. But we shouldn't take advantage of God's love and mercy. Mm -hmm. and, and I want to touch base on that because... I want to just be real right now. There's a lot of men that, that will probably say, okay, I'm going to go to that pornography website, mm -hmm. do what they got to do, and then, oh, God loves me, God forgives me. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And then they'll do it again, and, and when they're done, they go back to that, well, God forgives me, God loves But that's taking advantage. That is. But on. also, too, let me drop a scripture for you, because it's yeah. a scripture in the Bible that pertains to that. It says, do not be enticed by foreign women. Find it mm. in the Bible. It's in mm. there. Do not be enticed by the foreign, foreign women. Foreign, okay. Yeah. That's... And there's a scripture that says that because it's, it's, it's talking about, like, women, like, lustful women, just lustful, you know, yeah. like that, because uh, the enemy will try to, uh, he wants you to commit adultery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and remember, adultery can be pornography. Adultery can be just simply glancing and then, you know, that, that thought the dropping thoughts, into your yes, heart. Yes. And then, right? Yeah. And But remember, in the Bible, it says that um, the wages of sin is death. Yeah. So these Whoa, things yes. lead well, to death. Yes, that's yeah. true. That reminds me of the spirit of the adulterous woman where mm -hmm. the Bible says, I don't know exactly how it says it, but I've read it where it says that 
the 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 steps of the adulterous woman leads to death and she's not even aware of it yeah yeah and that's who i used to be and 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 to speak on that really quickly you did mention jezebel yeah and i want to mention that because i don't want to neglect that question you asked so let's talk about the adulterous woman if you read the book of first king and second king um the prophet of elijah is introduced in the book of kings so you Mm -hmm. have king ahab at the time of israel over the people and then you have the queen jezebel which her father was a um he was a pagan king of uh, i think another land and um she was uh bringing in the uh idol baal right Mm -hmm. she was she was introducing they call it the baals right so you, she had uh, many false prophets, right? But the only true prophet at the time, that it was Elijah. Mm-hmm. And if you notice in the Bible, Elijah came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. There's no, I didn't see any lineage or genealogy of Elijah mm-hmm. prior. So he comes out of nowhere and, um, and he, he tells them to repent. You know, you're leading God's people away. And there was a, a dryness over the land. You know, they, the food dried up, the water was drying up, and it, it was like famine across the land. And um, that so Jezebel, let me tell you about the spirit of Jezebel. This is a perverted spirit, an adulterous spirit, mm-hmm. a sexual, a spirit of sexual immorality, mm-hmm. um, yes. a spirit that likes it's a self-seeking spirit. Mm-hmm. OK, and you can see these in like celebrities. You know, you see mm-hmm. the provocative celebrities on TV, yeah. you know, the ones that show everything. And then they uh, they they the way they dance, what they speak. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Pro, uh, provocativeness. They the spirit of Jezebel is a spirit that likes influence. It clings onto it. As you, if you, if you read the book of First uh, King and Second King, she was a queen. Mm. So she was in a queen, but her her death was, I believe, in Second sec, uh, Kings nine. She actually died, and she actually put on some makeup. And at the time, there was another king that came. His name was Jehu. He came. And he told he told the soldiers to push out the window, and she died. And she died, and the dogs ate her. And this was actually prophesied prior. She was going to die um, and be eaten by dogs. Wow. Okay? So the, the Lord says in the Bible that her children will lie on a sick bed. Mm. She will lie on a sick bed. And that spirit is, is a huge spirit that's influencing um, the, the culture, with yeah. the music, the media, even the movies, mm-hmm. you have um, pornography, which is like worldwide. You notice these things are worldwide things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, we need to be very weary. It's a strong principality, but it's not stronger than Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. So yeah. this, this is why we need Jesus. We cannot overcome this spirit without Jesus. Amen. Okay. Yes. So that's why we must cling on to him. Yes. But, um, but like I said, when you open up doors pornography, the provocative music you listen to, um, leading in any temptation with, um, even in the churches, Jezebel is at the doorstep in the church and in the church too. Wow. That spirit yeah. always enters churches and we have to be united in the body of Christ, mm-hmm. one one mind and one spirit. Mm-hmm. We yes. have to do that because then we can pinpoint in the spiritual realm, there's a Jezebel. And remember, mm-hmm. we ain't talking about the person. I'm not saying condemn the person, right. but we're talking about, look, there's something operating here yes. and we need to get it out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which deliverance is um, essential, being delivered yes. in the spiritual realm. Spirit the deliverance yes. ministry comes in, you know, mm-hmm. pinpointing how to wow. eradicate the enemy at the body of Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 For those listening, man, you guys. You guys got to guard your ears, guard your eyes, your mm-hmm. guard your heart, guard from, all your heart. Mm-hmm. from all those things, from all those stuff. 
Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess we kind of meandered, but if if you could go ahead and share a little bit of what your current situation where okay. you guys stepped out of your daily jobs and this is more like proclaiming your faith so people yeah. could hear and listen like the faith of of someone that's on fire for the Lord yes. and and the visions that you have received and the obedience that you guys are taking right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um ever since I was in Christ like I I had just this there was always something in me to to ask and we 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 all ask this like God what is what is my calling? Because when you're in Christ, you know for sure you was made with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you know you're in the hands of God. And the Bible says, who can pluck you out of my hands? Mm-hmm. Right? No one yeah. can pluck you out of God's hands. So what is my purpose? And I struggle with that. And um, I, I received visions and dreams and even prophecies of um, even maybe others prophesy, other prophets, or um, God giving me the direct word. I operate in the ministry of prophecy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Wow. You know, you know, I always had a desire and it never goes away. And I know it's from the Lord because in the Bible, it says delight in the Lord and I will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. So when we rejoice in the Lord, your desires become his. Come they on. should match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people think, well, I love the Lord and delight in him. Well, I don't got this house. Mm-hmm. Well, girl, is that the will of God? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know you want the house, but, you know. You know, it's just a matter of aligning ourselves and communing with the Lord to know, like, okay, is the Lord giving me a house, or is that the if that's the direction are we going in? You know, it's mm-hmm. constant communion. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so I started. Uh, I used to work for the state of Tennessee, and that was the hardest job I had. I was so defeated at the job, but God taught me in that job. Your purpose is not in your career. Your purpose mm. is is not in the things that you have. He was pulling out everything, any strongholds or anything that I rooted myself in. I said, mm. God, clean my foundation that I stand upon because you are the rock where my feet are planted, right? Mm, yeah. So he'll pull those things. So I was tied to a lot of material things, careers, all these things. And I kept wanting to leave my job all of a sudden. I wanted to walk out to the street and proclaim the gospel. Wow. I just wanted to walk away. I didn't care if I got fired. Yeah. I kept wanting to get up. And sometimes I would get up. I'll just leave work for the day. And I'll just sit there with God like, God, why do I want to go on the streets? Yeah. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah. Like and that I, job, it was with the state? With the state of Tennessee. I worked for and, the Department of Revenue Okay, for so two before, years. before you worked there, did you even pray for that? Where you were like, I actually prayed for the I department. I that job. And- I prayed for it, and I got denied like five times, Come five on. or six times. The seventh time, I got the job. Mm-hmm. But I see why God allowed me to get the job, because he was showing me, this is not your calling. Yes. I have something oh, else so for you. That's because so he didn't, yes. the other times, he closed, kept closed. He was like, the door was just closed. It yeah. was just closed. And I said, why can I get yeah. this job? But it was my will, mm-hmm. not his. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to another job, same thing, but it got stronger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wasn't made to sit at this job. Mm-hmm. I was made to proclaim the gospel because Come we are on. at the end of days. Come on. Yes. And we look at the world. It talks about in the Bible how men would begin to hold their stomachs as wombs. It talks about that in the mm-hmm. Bible. And that is coming to be how men are getting pregnant. I mean, you're seeing, man, you said <laughs> like you saying like all type of crazy oh, stuff, yeah. Yeah. but it's been prophesied already in the Bible. The prophecies are coming to pass over time. They're just being fulfilled, being fulfilled. 
And it's just always been in my heart. Like I was like, and then he starts saying, I start seeing cultures, mm. different cultures, countries, languages. And, wow. and like, I'm, I'm starting to study uh, Chinese and, and wow. Hindi. And, and, and I'm like, I know the Lord is going to take us to preach the gospel. It says all nations. Mm -hmm. It yes. doesn't just say stay in your nation. You're supposed to go out to all nations all just nations. like the, um, the, the disciples did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, and, and people, sometimes people think like, well, that's just Old Testament. That's mm -hmm. just what God called those, those 12 to do. No. no. And, and, and like, I just don't want to live like a, a mediocre Christian life because yeah. I know you know, I'm the promises. So not just simply knowing them, but actually clinging on to them because mm. faith is not what you see and hope is not something that Come you on. have, you know, have received already. Yes. Right. Yes. So it's just clinging on to those promises because those things will, um, it, it will show proof in your life. His word does not come back void. Mm. And so I've always clung on to it. Even if my faith, like the mustard seed, even if it will waver to where it grows, but it will kind of waver by his yeah. grace and mercy. Yes. God helped me cling on, and, and I'm growing in faith through the circumstances and trials, Amen. persevering through it. So at the so time, you were like, okay, I'll leave that job? Yeah, I left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I left because what happened was I, I realized, let me tell you something. I realized I started preaching in places, and even I got fired for preaching the gospel at my job. That's happened wow. before, too. They fired me because they didn't want to hear the truth. Wow. And um, But I went to another job, and it was very dark in the spiritual realm. There was a lot of people that were not Christians there, very mm -hmm. few, like, actual true Christians there. And I knew God put me in there for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I preached a maybe between two and six people a day, I preached the gospel to them and God would just send the people and send the people. And then I would see them again and I would pray for them. And he sent so many people that I realized, okay, that season God said, Kayla, when you administer the gospel to not fall into pride, especially if God gives you a platform. I don't have necessarily a platform. I don't, I'm just a simple person. Like I said, I'm a yeah. mom for kids and a wife. And and I'm just a servant, but at the same time, I would tell God never to let me fall into a pride. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to receive any glory. Amen. You always, I had, I, I began to do more because I, I didn't do it like that. I would just preach, preach, preach. I'm like, okay, these people are not converting. Some people didn't convert. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Mm -hmm. And God's been saying in my mind, true converts, not false converts, mm -hmm. because when we evangelize, mm -hmm. we point them to the source. Yes. If yeah. you don't point them to the source and you just preach them and administer, you really point them to commune in the in the um, secret place, as it says in the Bible, yes. where there's deliverance. As you read Psalms 91, there's deliverance in the secret place, too. God frees you when you commune with him and repent. Mm -hmm. You repent. You truly repent. You're freed by the Lord in the secret place as well. That's mm -hmm. another That's form so of deliverance. Yes, yes, that is so good. And we feel the same way, like mm -hmm. you're saying, with this platform, where it's not... We say it all the time that this podcast is not about me, Michelle. Yeah. Because we're not, if, if it was just because of us, it, it, we wouldn't have, for example, you or, and even for you here sharing, it's it's not about you. You're sharing how God has been moving in your life. Yeah. And and all the glory is for him. Amen. You know, and we're being vessels. Yeah. For the Lord. So, yeah. man, it, we're in the same page with you on that. And um, so right now, you guys are, are in a place where... Both you and your husband left your guys' jobs and mm -hmm. and you guys are just, you know, um, being obedient to the word of of what what God has called you guys called to do, guys, right? Yeah. And ministry to to live a life 
in ministry, right? And it's biblical too, because yes. if you examine like the ministry of the disciples, it, it, there's a section when he sends out the 72, um, and also too, even the prophet Elijah, yes. he sent the crows to feed Elijah in the wilderness. He mm. brought the meat and they bring the water and he would send them from town to town and he would deliver people. He would heal people and God used him to, 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 to operate in the ministry he gave Elijah as a yeah. prophet. Mm. And, but he lived by the crows yes. and just, how, just, it just, it's, it's, it's crazy because God will provide mm -hmm. in the Bible. He says, um, it talks about, I don't know. Uh, there's not a time where, um, I have lacked from God. Right now, one time that his children lack food or water, it talks about that, about the yes. household. Like we shouldn't lack anything if we were God because he promised that he is the provision. Yes. So then we have to remember when God, we're a child of God, we have the provision there. But also, too, we must follow just like the Israelites, the manna by day and the fire by night when he sent them through the mm. desert. Mm. But when we're disobedient, we remain in the desert mm. and we want to reach wow. the promised land. Yeah. Wow, wow, you know, wow. we that's have so to good. remember that. Yeah. Wow. That's all. Michelle had some scripture for you. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jeremiah you know. 29, 11. That's mm -hmm. the one that stuck out for me yeah. with you guys. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not Declare to harm you. Lord. Yeah. Plans to give you hope in a future. future. Yeah, and I think for that yeah. with what it is that you guys are doing and how you guys are being um, obedient to the call that God has given you and your family over your guys' life. Like I just, like even you shared um, the time that we met, it was more like you guys live today like like uh, if it was your last. That's how we must all live because in the Bible, there's not one place that says, I promise you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. There's not Come one on. place you can search that Bible. And if you yeah. find it, you know, call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like call me or email let me know where it is because it's not in there it's yeah. not in there you're living by faith not what you could yeah, see first, yeah and yeah. hope if, yeah. if we're not i have received yeah because i'm yeah. not promised those things so what i have for today we must not complain and know that it's it's enough yeah wow. god told me that you know i used yeah. to complain i don't have enough how ungrateful of me <laughs> yeah wow well, thanks for sharing that. It, it's, it's beautiful for us to, to, you know, have that relationship with you guys yeah. mm -hmm. and get to see that firsthand and, and see how, how the Lord is going to, you know, provide for you guys day mm -hmm. after day and year after year. And I know you guys are super young, you know, and, and I feel like in 10 years, we're going to be able to sit down and, and converse about this and say, wow, yeah. like, yeah, man, you could go back to that podcast and, and see how she proclaimed her faith, what they were doing at that time. And yeah. look at them now. Yeah. You know what I mean? By the grace of God, we know yeah. that you guys will be doing ministry. Mm -hmm. I believe that everything that the Lord has put in your heart, it will come to pass. And Amen. you are breaking generational Amen. strongholds, generational yes. cycles where your kids are going to be even better. Because the Bible says that every generation should get better. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. So, so your kids and your kids' kids are going to be able to live in your answered prayers because of your obedience right now. Yeah. And, and for you guys just not you know, giving up. And I know there's a lot of temptations where you might say, man, like, is, are we even like, what's going on? Like, is this real? Like if, should I go back, get a job or, but I can only imagine, I could just tell you, you know, stay faithful, yeah. you know, but man, yeah. it, I, I know it's tough. And it's it's all, a sacrifice. Yeah. And it's all timing too. It's a sacrifice. And we got to remember yes. it's timing yes. because there was times where I wanted to do certain things, but God said also too, it's not time. 
Mm. Wow. And sometimes it was hard because we get in, impatient, mm-hmm. impatient, but we must ask for patience. Now, some people yes. say, don't ask for patience because you're about to go through a storm. Man, yeah, everything yeah, about yeah, to yeah, fall yeah. apart in your life. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, because my, my house is, this is, my house is with the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Yes. He, he prepared a place for me up there. Yeah. And I cling on to that, like in, in Psalms 23, right? And I should dwell in the house with the Lord forever and Come ever because he's eternal. So yes. eternal reign, he takes us from glory to yeah. glory the glories he say in the bible but really quickly i just want to say to break the generational curses too we be obedient but also too we must train our children so they won't depart from the word and also too in the bible he says your children fall on a curse after curse from generation from generations because you neglect to Mm. teach them my law Mm. so bible studies every day with your kids it's a fight with the flesh trust me i'm not perfect with it but every day we strive for a bible study every day Mm. and bind his law on you bind Mm. it to us yes Mm -hmm. that is the key obedience over sacrifice and over fasting Mm -hmm. that's true amen Man, well, I want all the listeners right now that that are listening to support Kayla and her husband. They have a yeah. website, um, Jesus Trip Solomon. If you could put it on the screens, hmm. so you guys could. Uh, we're gonna put the link on the bio. Um, you know, this, this is just something that they have going on right now. Um, if if you know some of the shirts, I, I got the sweater right there, the one that says God and the the Son, uh, the Father and the Holy Spirit. That's that's a comfortable one, and the material is good. And you know. Uh, Man, if you guys could just go ahead and support them through that. And uh, yeah, well, you know, we have one final question that we ask all of our guests. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a Bible. It's a question found in the Bible. And it's in Matthew 16, 13. And it says that when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you, Jesus responded? Who do you say I am? And in the same way, we we want to ask you, Kayla, because we we always acknowledge that our guests, God is moving in their lives. But who do you say that mm-hmm. Jesus is personally to you? Personally, oh, personally. That's like such a powerful question. <laughs> yes, because, okay, this, we know what the world says, but what about yeah. you? Yes. I'm going to tell you guys something. The theme of the Bible the Bible is to be read as a collective whole. The theme of the Bible is the redemption of hum- of humanity. Mm. That is the theme of the Bible. And Jesus was the lamb who was slain. Come on. Mm-hmm. He was the lamb who was slain. And he was the one who paid the price for all of my sins. Yes. And I, it's, it's such a powerful question because it's like, who is Jesus to me? And and I feel like my heart is just like rushing right now. Um, mm. Jesus is God in the flesh. Come Jesus on. is the son of God. Amen. Jesus is the one who ascended and promised that the Holy Spirit would descend. So Jesus, he, he is the, he is life. And the Bible says he is the way, he's the truth, and he is the life. Come That's on. who he is. Yes. That was so hard. That is so no, good. Was so that is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard question. <laughs> yeah. It's such a hard question, but it's a powerful one too. Where, it is. That's how it's moving personal. in your life, yeah. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. That was yeah. beautiful though. Thank I you. Feel for like I just, I'm about to walk out of here a changed woman after that. I had to meditate yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, who are you? Man, Kayla, thank you for everything. Thank you for being here. We yes. just want to acknowledge you one last time for for the heart and the fire that you have mm-hmm. to do 
the willing the God's will to yeah. do God's will um, for you to step step up and say, okay, God, um, we're gonna we're, we choose to be a living sacrifice for mm -hmm. you, Lord. Yeah. We, you guys live out of faith, and you I've, you know we just want to acknowledge you for 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 being that that couple that that um that family that's gonna lead by example mm -hmm. and your testimony is not done you know and and we believe that that through what you guys are doing you guys will be able to testify the goodness of god and saying hey when all this was going on we kept we, we stayed faithful and and you know the the, the fruits of the lord will come to you guys mm -hmm. so we want to acknowledge you for for just staying obedient and what the lord has called you guys to do mm -hmm. And thanks again for being here in the podcast. And yes. we want to ask you if you could go ahead and, and close out the podcast in sure. prayer. Sure. And maybe if we could pray. We always like to be specific with yeah. prayer. Mm -hmm. If you if you could pray for for those persons that that are going, that are holding to that that adulterous of spirit, not okay. only women but men too, right? That are stuck with pornography or that mm -hmm. are stuck to listening to bad music or seeing videos that they shouldn't be, even with music videos, mm -hmm. you know, if you could just pray for them right now so that we could, you know, bring healing to them yeah. and, and remove that spirit, that bad spirit out of their lives th yeah. through what, what they're going to hear right now in your prayer. Yeah. Okay. So. Let's go ahead and pray. Okay. All right. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you. We praise you. We honor and glorify you, Father God. Yes, Father. Father God, let us humble ourselves and come to the throne of grace, Father God, at your feet, Father God, and present yes. our request to you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, for everyone who is watching, Father God, because we know that you are an intentional God, Father yes. God, that yes, Father. where we are is not by coincidence, but it's been yes. appointed the time for us where we are, Father God, and the people who are watching right now, the, the ones that you love, Father God, that, that you love so dearly in your heart, Father God. Mm -hmm. We yes. ask right now in the name of Jesus that anything that is adulterous, Father God, anything that is not from you, Father God, any sin that is separating your people from you, Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus that yes. is removed in the name of Jesus, yes, Father God. Yes, we yes, ask yes, that Father you God. lift bondages and loose these ties yes. to the world, Father God, and its doctrines, Father God, and yes. in the demonic, Father God. And we ask, Father God, that you intervene in every single person's lives today right now in the way yes. that they can receive it, Father God, right now unharden the hardened hearts father god soften the hearts father god in the name yes. of jesus so they may be yes. to receive the gospel father god fill their hearts with the yes. law father god and also to the fulfillment of the law because the law is just not obeying the ten commandments but loving your neighbor as yourself father god yes. and loving god with all your heart mind and soul yes. father god we ask father god that you intervene in this generation father god that you fill us with the holy spirit your yeah, children yeah, yeah. father god give your children the boldness to preach the gospel from when they are, Father God, send us to places that people don't want to go and yes. send us to places, Father God, where we need to be to accomplish the plan of the return of the of, of Jesus, Father God, as he will come as a thief in the night and we will not know when Jesus will come back, but let us all be prepared, Father yes, God, in Father the name God. of Jesus. Continue to be, be with us, Father God. We ask for your grace and mercy, Father God, and we ask, Father God, that you cling near to us, Father God, and let us hold on to your commandments and law, Father God. I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you bring us to a repentance, Father God, as we need to be consecrated and sanctified, yes, Father God, so we may dwell in your house forever, Father yeah, God, yeah. And, and be heirs, Father God, in yes, the name of Jesus, Jesus to reign with you forever, Father God. Again, yes. we love you, and, and we're thankful mm. for this opportunity, and all the glory is to you, yes. Father, yes. God. Yes, Father God. May peace be to everyone who is watching. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 What a powerful, so beautiful. beautiful prayer. Man, everyone, thanks for tuning in again. 
share, like, and, and share this podcast with someone who you guys know that, that might relate and, and find value. Um, thanks again, Kayla. Thank yes, you. Thank, thank you. you and all glory to, to the most high <laughs> yes, God yes, and the living God. God. And we love you guys. We love thank you. Guys. Thank you.